Right. Day number four. Is it four? TCR day four. We're in Serbia. Sitting in a petrol station on the floor outside with ice creams, coke, and taking painkillers. We must be on the TCR. And we've reached the peak TCR level now. We've gone feral. I'm fully in this. Um, we woke. <laughs> I woke up under a table. <laughs> We're in deep. Um, woke up outside this hotel this morning. It was absolutely disgusting. It felt horrific. Um, and we had to kind of force ourselves onto our bike. Um, Adrian, I heard a new thing recently um, from um, Abdullah, the guy that won the um, Silk Road. And um, no, not Silk Road. The um, wait, what did he win? The Trans Am and the Indian Pacific World Race. Yeah, and he says just put your shoes on that's like the first it's like you just have to get your shoes on and then everything else will follow and that's kind of what it felt like this morning so I thought getting out of bed well we've been taking our shoes off at any opportunity because our feet hurt a lot um, anyway today we're 150 kilometers in so we've given ourselves a little um, ice cream and coke break um, which is going to be right probably absolutely crucial in allowing us to get to the, get the next 50k's done get to 200 and then we're going to look at look and see if we can find a hotel for tonight then try and get another 100 kilometers done um, it's largely flat and kind of sort of fairly boring today compared to the drama of yesterday so it's one of those days to just pick a target and uh, and, and try and get the kilometres done um, so we've broken it down into sections we did 100 kilometres this morning had some lunch um, we're in the middle of a 100 kilometre block now but we've had to stop halfway through because it's so much harder in the heat of the day this morning it was nice and cool and we were absolutely ripping along with me. It, it was great. Uh, now it's got hot and um, all of the little kind of gripes and niggles and stuff start coming to the surface. Um, bums are hurting, feet, hands, everything's a lot harder and it's just, you just start just going slower and slower. Um, so we're just recharging. Um, so that's the plan. Um, nothing much to, else to report, really. Um, it's kind of just one of those days. We're making our way across Serbia. It's basically the mission. We do kind of... <laughs> yes, it's dangerous, isn't it? We do actually need to get going.
So a bit of excitement on today's route for all you routing and routing fans and uh, dot watchers out there. Um, we've realised that our route from this point, um, which is uh, about 50k west of Nice, NIS, um, is different to everyone else's route. Not everyone else's route, but uh, probably about 90% of people have gone this kind of northerly route. And we're cutting across west because um, Dr. Philipson, the um, geographical route planning um, arm of uh, this operation, has, um, has been crunching the numbers behind the scenes and uh, has verified that it's not only the shorter route, but it also has the least amount of climbing. And um, that is ratified by the fact that the guy that is in the lead of the race at the moment, who is called, we can't remember his name, can we? The guy in the lead? The leader. The, well, whoever's race leading. Leader. Race leader is one of the few brave pioneers that uh, decided to choose this route. So uh, if you've been watching our progress today, um, all three of you, then uh, you'll have, I'm sure, had a keen eye on this uh, exciting development in the race dynamic as we split off from the rest of the pack, forming a, a one-team splinter movement, uh, tearing the race apart leaving it in tatters. Um, what will probably happen is we'll end up on uh, some horrific gravel tracks, river crossings and uh, going over mountain passes that uh, we didn't expect to be there. Maybe a few Ill illegal tunnels as well. Um, and uh, end up about 50 places further back but We'll, we'll see how it pans out. That's what we're always doing, just seeing how it pans out. I realise that. But it's, it's true. That's as much of a plan as we have. That's a good little, um, little Serbian vignette there. We were just at this petrol station, six-year-old kid. Um, turned up on a motorbike <laughs> and then just no helmet or anything. Literally, he, what was, was he about eight? Or a very, very short nine year old, I think. Yeah, sure. nothing, no, no. Oh, not, he's coming past. Again. Oh, he's coming past. <laughs> he's just overtaking a car. So badass. What a badass little dude. Well, yeah, there you go. That's what it's like here. I'm Thomas, uh, number 33. Uh, it's my first time. And, uh, I know I had a, I had a rough, rough day three. Uh, took like 18 punctures, ran out of patches. 18? I mean, like <laughs> what? Uh, oh, okay, like a lot. A lot. Yeah, I mean, I lost count. Um, because um, I ran out of patches, ran out of fresh tubes, oh, and I just, uh, yeah, just kept. Like the patches wouldn't hold, so uh, 
I ended up just tying a knot uh, on the tube like oh. this morning. Old school. Uh, so I could get to a bike shop. No way. Great folk. Um, also crashed yesterday in the yeah. descent from the, the CP2 parkour. Um, it was a left hand turn, so the bike didn't get messed up. So yeah, I mean, I'm having a blast. Like Tough I, time, I, I love the, the the gravel parkour because um, I ride I ride on 25 uh, C tires. I was like crossing my fingers uh, to not puncture, and it actually worked. Mm. Uh, but then only at the end of the, the descent back from Besna Kobila, um, I should take a puncture. It held me back for like two hours because. Uh, I just couldn't get it fixed. Yeah. I uh, lost so much time. Uh, yeah, it was really like fighting to the, the frustration. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the part of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you've really, um, you've really been through it there. <laughs> Had quite a lot of um, bad luck already. Hopefully yeah, I mean, um, be it out of the way. I guess I'm getting the full spectrum of uh, what this thing is about. My name is Stevan Dimitrievich. These two guys, Luka Bojevic and Nikola Mil Bogdanovic, yeah? mm -hmm. they are 13 and 14. Uh, I'm ex basketball player uh, from Kraljevo, Serbia, uh, ex uh, motorcycle racer, uh, national champion in, in, in my country. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm glad to, to see you over here in our city. and. Uh, get you in my cafe to get some drink and to relax yourself. And which, which city are we in here? Uh, Kraljevo, Kraljevo, Serbia. Great. And you, you have a cafe or it's your friend's cafe? No, 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 it's, it's my own. Your own it's cafe? It's my, my own, my right, own okay. yeah. So yeah, we're going to go. I have seven uh, places like that, uh, something like uh, uh, betting place, uh -huh. but uh, in my betting place, places I have cafes too. Cool. Yeah, so we're gonna just getting some food now, then we're gonna head over for a for a quick drink with these boys. Have a drink with the pros. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so here in the cafe with uh, Stevan, this um, guy that's just uh, come out of this local cyclist, and he's come out. Uh, he just saw us coming past, and um, as we're going through his town, he has um, insisted that we go and join him for a few drinks in his cafe that he owns. So he's been training up these two little pro riders. Thank you. And um, is it done? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's training up these two little pro riders. That are 13 and 14 years old that he, he introduced and then um, yeah he's just brought us to his cafe and bought us a load of drinks and then he insisted that um, he wanted to put together a couple of little packs of food for us so we're, so we're all okay and we've got enough food to eat so we sent the guys off to get all this food in bags and um, it's just and we you know we couldn't we wouldn't let us pay for any of it it's just so so kind it's been absolutely amazing and they're so excited about us being on the on the TCR
So funny. So, uh, yeah, it's just been a brilliant, brilliant experience, and this is really for us what the T-Cell is all about, you know. It's all these, these weird experiences, meeting local people, experiencing their hospitality and culture like this. It's really, really like special, special thing. So, um, yeah, we've now got like bags full of apples and chocolate and coke and stuff to try and stash away somewhere. And we couldn't really like weigh down. Now we've got to ride 45k to the hotel for tonight, but what an experience. It's been amazing. Right, we're now we're um, having a, an escort out of the city with these uh, cycling lads. They're leading us out. They've said that they know a shortcut that's going to take 10 kilometers off our route. And um, they're just mental, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know what's going on at any point here. I think the, the, young, they, guys, the young guys just done a 300 meter wheel. <laughs> he's, he's still going. Through the central streets of this quite large city. And also, these guys haven't stopped or looked at any traffic the whole time. Uh, he will show you the way. Okay. Because they don't have lights on. The yeah, 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 yeah. And he will show you the way and uh, good luck. And, Amazing. Uh, have a nice trip. Thank you so much, okay. Stefan. So, contact you on Instagram. So, so you will go. find me on Instagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. We will be in contact. We'll send you a message tonight, send yeah. Message tonight, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Nice it's amazing. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One friend of mine. Oh man. Guys, have a nice trip. Thank you so much, man. Oh dear. Okay, so we've been escorted out of the uh, out of the town now where we met the um absolutely unbelievably hospitable Serbs um, and uh, yeah the uh, the one guy who had lights led us out of the town until we got to kind of the main road out of town and then just set us on our way and um, we've just been on this big road well it's a, it's a normal sized road but with really heavy traffic lots of big lorries um, and uh, there's not a lot of room so it's been a very stressful and uncomfortable road to be on um, really fast we've been going along at sort of between 25 and 28 kilometers an hour we've been kind of taking shifts on the front of maybe like 10 minutes so the other person can draft behind and have a little rest and a stretch and a drink and stuff and then we'll swap over um, which is one of the ways that um, pairs have an advantage in this so um, we're making use of that mainly because there's not room for us to ride next to each other even if we wanted to um, but that's been working well so we're making good progress we've got 20 kilometers to go to get to the town where our hotel is and we should be there by about quarter past 11 half 11 um, check into the hotel we'll load up with food so we don't need to worry about that we can just have a bit of food, go to bed, and hopefully get quite a bit of sleep tonight because we're both 
a bit um, bit behind when I sleep. Um, uh, just to set the scene, it's um, the road's completely flat, and it's going through um, lots of little towns. There's some really interesting towns with uh, lots of mad bars and restaurants with people sitting outside in little kind of um, conservatories and shelters and it just uh, just looks like everyone's having a really fun time um, vet like loud and boisterous and fun and a bit a bit mad a bit loose um, it's probably about in the in the high 20s temperature I'd have thought um, uh, let's have a quick check oh it says 18 actually but it's really comfortable we're both um, just in our shorts and jerseys no need for anything else and there's a slight headwind which has been all day giving us a nice cooling breeze which has been crucial today really um, so conditions are perfect other than the lorries and cars We've also got the issue of dogs. Um, there's dogs everywhere, mainly guard dogs. And um, when you ride past, they, they hear you coming. Even if you're not saying anything or freewheeling, they can just hear you straight away. They start barking. And uh, sometimes they're behind a fence. Sometimes they're uh, loose and they can... Um, they can run out and start to chase you. We haven't had anything too bad at all tonight, but it just, it's a constant um, kind of minor stress because they could come out at you at any second. And Adrian has got, you know, prior form with uh, getting attacked by dogs. So he's particularly um, sensitive to it. Um, but yeah, you just have to kind of keep, keep going and, uh, plough on through really oh we've just arrived in the hotel in Gorenji Milano, Milanovic or somewhere like that um, it's a pretty much spot on our target for today we're about 10k short we've done 290 kilometers um, and we're actually in a hotel before 11 o'clock at night which is um, really good because it means that we can have a good sleep and be on the road early tomorrow get a, get a good early start the hotel is just so good <laughs> it's um it's like completely brand new everything's brand new and the hotel staff the people on the reception are just would like the the cycling guys in the last town just like so nice <laughs> and um and hospitable to the point where it makes you like uh almost a bit uncomfortable and like it's just uh it's too much it's overwhelming so um our bikes are downstairs in like a dedicated highly secured cctv monitored garage um we've got a mini bar we've got some local beers on the go um and we're going to just um, tuck into some of our treats that we got given by uh, the cycling dudes. Um, reminisce about an absolutely fantastic day. It's been amazing. 
I think we've managed to balance out the the factors of you know racing getting a lot of mileage covered uh feeling like we've done something and having some weird experiences to to savor as well so good day